Blog Talk Radio. Labor Day. It's time to get outdoors and make your holiday weekend one to remember. And there's no better place to get ready than Cabela's. Get 30% off all Cabela's camp kitchens, furniture, and cots. $100 off a Ruger American Bolt Action Rifle with Vortex Scope Combo after sale and mail-in rebate. 15% off all in-stock canoes and kayaks. And $20 off Winchester USA bulk handgun ammo. Hurry in and gear up for Labor Day weekend at Cabela's. Our show, Love Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining our show today. My name is Wanda McKinley. I am your host for today. I am the founder of Leader Survivors, which is a nonprofit organization. Our purpose is to provide a stable environment for abused and battered men, women, and children by providing temporary shelter, counseling, and employment training. We want to help individuals transition from abusive situations to being self-sufficient individuals in society. Our vision is to empower men, women, men and women, just by showing them that they can survive and thrive in society on their own as well as uplift them and provide them with a new life and with a new perspective of a normal life should be. I am a survivor of domestic violence. I was molested from the age of 7 to 12 by my biological father and then raped at the age of 13 by my stepfather. And from the age of 13 to 18, my biological father and my stepfather both raped me. My ex-husband was also abusive. He was sexually, financially, verbally, emotionally, and physically abusive. And I was with him for 12 years. God had called me to be transparent so that I may help others who have walked or may be walking in my shoes. I today want to go over our fundraising events so that you all can uh, keep track of what's going on what you can do to participate in helping us raise funds, even without having to purchase anything. The first one is um, we have a Kroger's card. So if you link up your Kroger's card with We Are Survivors, and our code is 21490, then whenever you purchase, a, a portion of those proceeds will go to We Are Survivors. Also, you have um, a Tom Thumb Rewards card that you can also link up to We Are Survivors. Our code is 13451. Uh, Those cards are free of charge. You have a CPN card, which is a discount card, which actually is a $15 fee. It's one time, and it gives you discounts to all different types of retail around the Metroplex. Then last but not least, when it comes to cards, we have a comp, the Compass Bank card. The Compass Bank card, uh, when you link it up to We Are Survivors, whatever you spend, whatever you buy, your everyday necessary needs, a portion of those proceeds will also go to We Are Survivors. So even when you purchase gas, when you do um, grocery shopping, buy shoes, buy handbags, ladies, men, when you buy wallets, whatever you buy, just by everyday purchases, a portion of that goes to We Are Survivors. And um, also, if you open up a bank account, they just started, if you open a bank, up a bank account, then that also helps We Are Survivors because we get, we get $50 from that as well. The other fundraising event that we have is called the Purple City Project, which is a domestic violence awareness photo shoot campaign. Uh, this one you can book whether it's personal or professional photographer. His name is Charles, a.k.a. City. And he has four different packages. He has a $55 package and an $80 package. Those are the two main ones. So I'll go over these packages to allow you to get an idea of what you'll get. With the $55 package, which is valued at $100, there's a 20-minute session up to four people. Unlimited shots, one look, which means one outfit, and two edits, which means you get to pick two of your favorite pictures 
to take um, with you as a keepsake. Then you have your $80 package, which is valued at $160. And it's a 45-minute session, up to four people, unlimited shots, two looks, which means you get to change clothes, as well as four edits. So you get to pick four pictures for keepsakes that you want to take home. We also have uh, one more fundraising event that we're really going to start probably about next next week. And this company is called Win Worldwide, and they specialize in real nutrition, uh, different types of supplements to allow us to get our everyday supplemental needs, like our greens, um, our a lot of people now doing the go green. You walk around, people have green in their in their water bottles, which kind of looks gross to me. Until I actually tasted it yesterday. But these it has like organic vegetables, such as let me just look at the box here and tell you. It has like organic uh, barley grass. It has some stuff I cannot pronounce. Isn't that funny? But it has carrot juice powder, green tea, leaf extract. It has uh, parsley, uh, carrot. It has um, mushrooms, broccoli, collard greens, kale, bristle sprouts. Love bristle sprouts. Uh, wow, it has a lot of different things in it. And it has, this right here is mint flavor. And this is called the vegetable powder supplement. So we are survivors. It's getting into the health kick. We want to make our um, followers and survivors healthy. With the, um, we also have a fruit powder, which tastes really good. And it gives me, it gave me energy when I was drinking it. I could tell a difference. It has like organic tomato fruit powder. It has grapeseed extract. It has so many different raspberry, blueberry, cranberry. Wow. This even has collard greens in it and kale. Strawberry, uh, pomegranate, mango, watermelon, flaxseed, peach. Just, oh, great. Now, why does it taste so good? So this is this product is called Daily Lift and it's a nutritional drink. Like so, you get take either one or two throughout the day, and it really helps. It's powerful. It's called Superfoods, and everybody now lately is into superfoods, organic stuff, eating right, drinking right. So we as survivors are getting ready to start promoting this. That way, we can not only help the mind, but help the body as well. Hello, Stephanie. I see you're on. How are you today? I'm good. What about yourself? I'm wonderful. Um, I've already done your fundraising, so I want to um, kind of touch bases uh, for you to talk about the event today that we attended because I had to leave early, and I know I probably missed a, a lot of uh, good things. But if you um, tell us about what's going, what happened today, and um, kind of chime in with all the things that we've been doing this summer, and then if you don't mind, if you remember the event that's going on Saturday at South, I was going to say Redbird Mall, that tells my age, Southwest Center Mall. Are you there? Oh, I thought. I had actually <laughs> um, the event today let's talk. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, all the different speakers. Um, from Emmett and I mean he just had a whole lot of people there, period. Um this um it was well planned. Um, the way he opened up and listened. When he did the breakout sessions, he had um, it was age appropriate. He he broke the kids up into different groups, so they were able to speak out, ask questions, and even adults. Um, he um, opened it up and let you know even parents ask 
what what um, you know what he, he had let us be able to speak up and, and say what we would want for him to be able to do. You know what he would, what we want him to change. You know things that for better for the kids. You know things mm-hmm. that you know he needs to do better and everything. To me, that spoke volumes. You know, I'm, I hadn't seen that done before. You know, normally you see things that are your the perception is the police do what they want to do. You know, right. it's all about what they want to do. So to me, that spoke volumes for him to get up there and say, tell me what I can do better. Tell me what changes you want to see. What do you want to see done that will better you know, the future for your kids. That was, that's so wise to me. Um, what were some of the things how, you were saying? Well, <laughs> domestic violence was one of the things that came out. And, of course, he, he mentioned that the top. That's number one um, on the list. That's the, that's the top thing as far as violence. Um, is domestic violence, which you and I are aware of that. A lot of people don't realize right. domestic violence is the top thing. Not only in their city, but in many cities, domestic violence is number one, and people are not aware of that. You know, because so many people don't realize really what domestic, what always considered domestic violence. And when, right. you know, until people really get educated on that, they're not, they're not, they're not going to really realize it. And it's really time for people, for people to really get educated on what I was considered domestic violence. And, you know, I hope the timing is now and it really comes out because, um, you know, it's really needed. But it was really, you know, the lady, the, the, I think she was the second speaker, the second person that asked questions, and it came, you know, when the questions came out. So, um to me, the timing is down. It's been needed to be brought yeah. out. And um, like I said, I hope it continues to come out because it's really needed. It really is needed. But, you know, I'm glad that he is opening up. And then somebody brought it out, um, the fact that, okay, now, you know, it has come out that Dallas is one of the lowest paid, uh, has the lowest paid um, police officers. And so wow. uh, one one of the people um, um, spoke up and said, um, well, why is that, you know? And so, of course, he said, well, <laughs> he spoke on it, you know. And he said, I hope I don't, you don't get in trouble for, you know, anything I say, but you did ask a question. Well, you got to get out and you got to come to meetings and, you know. So he just mentioned a couple of things. He said, it's really up to you all. You know, but because the people are not getting out coming to certain meetings and they're not in the right places, that's why the situation is the way it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's up to y'all. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize that. Because you're not voicing your opinion and you're not in the right place at the right time, that's why certain things are happening. Which is true. But if you don't know, if you're not out there getting the knowledge and know where to be at the right time, then you don't know that. You know, and that's why you're not right. seeing the results that you, you, you know, because you're not in the right place, right in the right places, and you don't have the right knowledge. But then you want to say, well, why this, this, and this? You've got to get out there. You've got to get the right knowledge so that you can make the right changes. And so you just kind of put it out there. But like that, what it's not that we need to know. Don't don't boom vote. That was really kind of telling you, get out there and make your opinion matter. That's kind of the same thing in this instance. Now, what were you saying, Wanda? I was saying, and the, you know, those are things that people really need to know because, like you're saying, if you don't know, then how can you make a difference? And mm-hmm. also, I would have, like, okay, so how are you all getting this information out so that people do know? about the meetings. How is it, because I'm unaware of when these meetings occur. 
Right. So that, you know, so how are you getting this information out to the communities, to the citizens, so let them know that, hey, this week we got this meeting, you know, because I'm like, okay, so that would be great, but how do we get that information? So what did the um, yeah? So what did the the kids take from it? Do you did y'all get any feedback from the children today? Um. Well, when the kids came back in, it was it wasn't really a time to really ask them questions because they were going on with the other part of the session. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, today um, was uh, quite interesting because, like I said, the um, Dallas Mavericks, you had the Mavs um, man was there. Um, mm-hmm. like, Steph, uh-huh, like Stephanie said, you had Emmett Smith and the Moose for these um, old-time cowboy fans. We call them Moose, not Daryl Johnson, but the Moose. Um, and you had, like, 97.9 to be, you had... I saw something interesting today. Uh, I know they exist, but I really didn't know how you know something, but you really don't know. Dallas Police Divers, their booth to me was quite interesting. That they specifically have a divers team. That's what they do. They're divers. So that was neat for me to see it. Uh, They had like um, a fun do the goofy picture McDonald's stand where you can get in. The, it was like a, it was a booth, but they had the hats and the glasses and the funny stuff for the kids. They had nutritional things to eat, apples, you know, the granola bars, bananas, stuff that we as adults don't want to eat. We want to eat the junk food, the donuts and the cookies. I, I like, well, but, I beg to differ on that. I like the nutritional things, so that's what I mean. Oh, uh uh-uh. uh. I I wanted to see some some sweets. But I ain't I ain't seen I kept going back. Now where the the hospitality room, because I got there quite early where the cops were able to go and mingle, eat and drink. They had donuts, they had pastries, they had coffee, they had they had the good sweet stuff in the hospitality room. That I, I was able to Yeah, I was able to drift in there before it started getting packed. Uh, Channel 4 News was there. I saw Channel 5 News, um, some other um, television stations that I weren't quite familiar with. Um, They had so many different vendors there, Dallas Community College, different, they had so many different police cars and um, trucks. They had the horses. It was so well thought out for it to be the second year. It was really amazing to really see the Dallas Police Department in a different light. And that, that was for me. We um, some of them had to leave their vehicles because some of them rode on the on the um, bus with us because <laughs> parking was going to be tight. Yeah, I, I, I looked up on that one. Because I had to park right there in front. And it was, it was a lot of, it was a lot, it was really neat to see the different police officer uniforms, um, to see the cars, like I said, the cars were different. The um, things they they did, for like I said, for instance, the, the divers, which was really neat. But whoever came up with the concept, and then they had the, the, the children that performed, that was neat to show the kids that, hey, it doesn't matter how old you are, what um, nationality you are, because they had a variety, you can also do this. I saw the little boys that came out with the Marachi music in the background. That was adorable. The, I, I don't know what, what you call it, pop lock dancer that turned a flip and kind of landed on his head. That was an ouch moment. Uh, but that was really neat. And then the young lady that sang her song, that that was neat too. So it was just, they had, like you said in the beginning, it was very well thought out. So that was um, 
that was one of the main things. Now, no Saturday, which I didn't attend because I had to go speak, they, Bahama Beach, tell us how, what that was. Because I just want to kind of touch on, you know, we hear so much bad negative press regarding the police officers, but this summer we've experienced the positive side of what the police officers can and, and will do. And I know that the kids also went to Bahama Beach this past Saturday, and I know you went, so tell us about that. Yeah, that was another fun outing, um, another outing just to show the kids appreciation and that, you know, the officers just did another fun outing for them. And um, the kids that actually came to the swim account for a certain amount of time, they had to be consistent. So those that were consistent in coming for a certain amount of time um, got a chance to go and, you know, just have a fun day of, you know, splashing in the water. Um, of course, it was really hot out there, but, there, but you know, of course, constantly getting that water, you know, was, you know, your way of cooling out. And it was very fun. I enjoyed myself. Um, but that was just one of the, another one of their fun, fun days. And then we have um, Saturday, we have the back-to-school um, bash that they're doing at the Southport Center Mall. And then Sunday, we have the awards that we're doing at the top of the mall. So, you know, they're still constantly doing things for the kids. And I, I really admire the things that they're doing because before now I didn't know they did all this stuff for the kids. So mm-hmm. I, I didn't either. them for the involvement that they're doing. And when they show the video of, all the, you know, a lot of the other things they're doing, you know, with the kids, I really commend them for the time that they're taking out, you know, with the kids. It really shows a lot, you know. He, the um, the things that um, the chief is doing, I really commend him for that. He's doing a lot, you know. And, and before today, I didn't know he was from Oakville, but born and raised, you know that, right? So you know, just to see what I was giving back to the community, I really commend him for that. He's doing not to mention. He's doing yeah, he's the longest. He's held that position the longest since 1945. That was wow. Yeah, he said that. Yeah, I was that wow. Me too. Mhm. And yeah. I know the last year he's been under fire. So mm-hmm. to know he's withstand the test of time, and um, you're right. I didn't know all of the different programs that the police, Dallas Police Department has for the children. I didn't know that. And I must admit it was a tearjerker for me because I was like, wow. We just, you know, for whatever reason, the media doesn't, you know, show us that. They show us uh, somebody, you know, getting arrested, didn't go well, however, but they don't show the PALS program the junior police program, the police officers in there with them boxing, you know, keeping them in shape, teaching them Mm -hmm. great, you know, proper things to to exercise, to eat, like I said, because of all the snacks that they had. It was all healthy Mm -hmm. foods, like apples. And like, Mm -hmm. who wants, uh, oh, I forgot, Stephanie wants that. Who wants that? But it was really today (laughs) kind of like an eye-opener for us mm-hmm. to actually see that the police officers, they really do a lot. They really do care, and mm-hmm. they are investing their time. Right. I know just the time that I've spent with them and, and just seeing them interact, and, you know, and it wasn't just them coming out, just being there. You know, they actually really important into them. You know, yes, we were there working with the kids, but like I said um, before, I think it might have been last week when I shared one of the things that um, they did, you know, when we were speaking with, you know, with the kids about something that they did, they actually stepped in as well, you know, giving examples of troubles that they had gotten into and, you know, how they turned their life around. You know, showing them right. that, you know, hey, one, we were in your shoes, you know, but we turned our life around and look what we're doing now, you know. You know, we're officers now. So, you know, give them an example that 
you too can turn your life around. You know, you don't have to always be in trouble, you know, and everything. You know, and I think that was right. Awesome, you know, because they didn't they didn't have to share that. They they could let them think that they didn't get in trouble before. You know, they're you know, think about it. Not all officers participate in this. There are some officers that just go do their job and they don't participate in it. But as you can see, there are several officers that take the time out to participate in this. Yes, and they did show the summit, the forum on the news. I'm sitting here watching it now. And um, they were interviewing the chief uh, and actually uh, sending, uh, they were inside when, uh, what is his name? The radio personality guy. They were showing him. Uh, so, uh, uh, Rocky. Yes. Now, he was quite, to be a radio personality, that takes some skills, too, and some talent, because he kept everybody laughing. He kept everybody entertained. Mm-hmm. You didn't get bored. You know, start fumbling. He kept your attention. And when you're dealing with kids, we all know that's an incredible task to do, especially when you have an auditorium full of children. Mm-hmm. But they, I do want to commend the um, Dallas Police Department because they did do a wonderful job. And mm-hmm. um, I was excited to be a part of what took place today. I am definitely mm-hmm. looking forward to next year. Next year, they gave away some great gifts. And I like the way yes. they did their giveaways. They gave away... The boy and the girl got the same thing. And the way they did it was when they did it, because you were going when they did that part. They, they, their ticket, they get, they gave the boy, they, well, they named the girl, uh, well, they called the girl's ticket first. Then they turned around and called mm-hmm. the ticket, but the girl and the boy won the same thing. It was so awesome the way they did this. It was very, that part, very organized. Very organized. I love the way they did that. Keith got it going on. We got to give it to him. He got a subject. Well, he I feel like this. He has a subject, and he has a team, team working with him. He said, "Here's what's going on. I got to give it to him. All that stuff that they're that they're trying to say to pull him down or whatever. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but they're trying to make him. Yeah. That. But what he's showing, he's showing them up. He's showing him up, regardless of how they're trying to pull him down. His action is. It shows so much different. So I just got to say, keep, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> right. It was really funny when he started off saying that he had a, a hair fro when he started, and now he's completely bald. <laughs> yes. Right. That was funny. <laughs> but uh-huh. he does put up with a lot of mm-hmm. topics, different personalities, just all around, but yes, today was an eye-opener for me, and it was mm-hmm. a wonderful event. I'm glad that um, I had the opportunity to be there for the period of time that I was there. I hated to leave, but I'm thankful that I have a boss that allows me to do what I do, to be able to experience those things, and it was really nice because I got there. I got there kind of early. Because I am an early bird, and to well, walk we in and see police are pretty early. But we had in going picking up a lot of the kids. Every time we thought we was on the way, then we because we called a lot of the kids, you know, saying trying mm-hmm. to see where they were because we were supposed to be on our way at seven, okay, seven o'clock, and we were like, okay, well, where's this kid? Where's this kid? So we decided to call. Well, in making those calls, people started calling us back, and we, would have, we had to turn the bus around several times and go back and pick kids, go back and pick kids up, which caused us wow. if we were be late because we kept turning around mm-hmm. and going back to pick kids up. So instead of being early, we ended up being late. But when you love a kid, what do you do? You go back several times. But we say next year, we're going to set an extra early time, which mm-hmm. is time, you know, even though we set our early time, we're going to set a time a little bit earlier than that 
which will allow extra time so that we can still be Earth. Right. So that yeah. But y'all got there in time enough for the, the, um, the assembly, though. Yeah, we got that was a good thing. time for that, but we didn't have time to go around and see everything, like, what was really planned. Right. But for me, it was really neat to walk in and see a familiar face in a police uniform. That was like a wow for me. I was like, wow. She walked, you know, they walk up and they hug you like, hey, Wanda, how are you doing? That for me was like, wow. Because I, people laugh when I say this, but it's just the honest to God truth. And I've never in my life been in trouble with the law ever. But I have this, I have cop phobia. And I had cop phobia even before all of the craziness. So for me and the people that know me, for me to be around them, to be in their presence, to be working side by side with them, to be laughing and joking, people that know me be like, wow, Wanda. So when I walked in today, just all the police officers, like I said, to see a familiar face, to get greeted with a hug, and she hugged me so tight. I'm like, y'all are really strong. <laughs> y'all are really strong. Because she <laughs> hugged me so tight I couldn't breathe. I was like, oh, my God. But it's just amazing to get a different perspective of what they do. Mm-hmm. And I know we're talking about the police today, majority on the show, but it's just really important because of all the stuff that's going on today and because Stephanie and I have been working diligently with the Dallas Police Department. It's an honor to be able to be next to them and playing and um, laughing and, you know, doing things with the kids and going to events. It's an honor because there are so many people that after they saw the news, when it was uh, put on the news, I guess about a month ago, two or three weeks ago, then the person that the organizer of what's going on started getting phone calls. But the the question is, where were you all before I got on the news? Where were you all, Mm -hmm. you know, when we all met and, you know, brainstorming and, okay, we're going to do this, step out on faith and do it. Where were you all then? Now that you, you know, see it come to fruition, then the phone call starts. So I just want to thank, uh, be thankful and acknowledge the fact that we are survivors who, it'll be two years this year, have, you know, get these type of opportunities to work in the community, to work with our Dallas Police Department, to work with the other organizations that are also taking time out to spend time with the children, feed the children, play games with the children, and different things. So I know for us on our end, we've done, like, uh, Thursday we did beads, we made necklaces and bracelets, some of the kids made rings, uh, coloring contests, we've had dance contests, we've had word challenges. What are some of the things that you all have done at your account, Stephanie? Um, we've done the dancing, we've done the vision boards, we've done we've done a variety um, of different of different things. We we normally do the older kids do something different from the younger kids. We do age appropriate um, things. Mm-hmm. We try to do things that's going to work towards their future. We want them to see you know see things that's going to better their future. That's what we we try to work towards getting them prepared for for their future. So, now, but we want to. For me, as things a, that make them fun. We also do a workout too. We make sure we do some type of workout each day. So. Oh wow. Yeah, we do. So we 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 not not like an extensive workout. So we may do like maybe like ten ten jumping jacks, or you know some stretches, and then go back and do another ten jumping jacks, and you know something else. But get something and get get their you know, turning them going. So they have a little workout in there. And then, then we do, you know, some other fun little things. But we've, we've got to get some type of workout in there because that's a great start to their day. That makes sense, though. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. As an adult this summer, um, 
I'm taking away from not only, like I've been saying earlier, the all that the police department does do, but I know when we see that uniform, we forget sometimes that they are human beings as well. They're moms, their dads, their aunts, uncles, you know, grandparents. Um, so I know sometimes when we see them, we don't see them as individuals. We see them as police officers. And unfortunately, sometimes that's in a negative light. So it's helped me with my cop phobia, um, even being around the young children and the adults that live in these um, places where we've been, is to appreciate and acknowledge and be thankful for everyday life and things that yeah. we have that we take advantage, you know, we don't even think about it and we get irritated about the smallest things. And when you're around these other people that have a lot less than what you have and they're smiling and they're, you know, they're just grateful that they woke up that morning and that everybody's okay. And I know mm-hmm. some of us, you know, we can be really, really, I don't want to say petty, but sometimes ungrateful and not acknowledge the things that we have. And speaking of, um, we survivors are going to next year do something for another family when it comes to school and school clothes, school supplies. This year just kind of kind of got thrown. It's been on my heart to do something. It was in my heart last year to do something. But being new, newly formed, it just it didn't happen. This year it's put in a, in a position where it came to fruition without me even trying to. But we we as survivors donated a hundred dollars to a family for school supplies. Um and this young lady, it wasn't as if we were marketing it or talking about it. We Stephanie and I hadn't even discussed it. But she contacted me and her mom is going through a rough time. It's five siblings. And I know the young lady that her sister, her older sister that had been raped three years ago, I know she is working, but this her younger, the young child that they contacted me, she's going to be a freshman this year. And um, she's going to go to Pinkston with her sister. And she called me. And her mom didn't even know she called and it was like Miss Wanda, and she just started naming, you know, the things that she needed. And her mom works a like a temporary job on and off. We've all in our lives experienced those before. And mm-hmm. talking to the mother last night, her assignment ended. She didn't have funds to even get the railway out. The cell phone was about to get cut off. Like I said, this little girl it was her freshman year in high school. And she just called me and said, Miss Wanda, can I work for you? Is there something that your organization needs? Can I come? Is there something that I can do? That's what got me. It wasn't as if she's calling somebody, can you give me? She wanted to work for money to help her mom, who was asleep in the other room and had no idea her daughter was making this phone call. And I simply said, baby, what do you need? And she was like, well, Miss Wanda, and she went into the spill of her mom and their school clothes, their hair needs to be done. So I asked her, well, how much do you need? And she was like, well, whatever you can spare, I'll work for it. And I was like, well, okay, well, how about $100? And she got really quiet. She was like, Miss Wanda. So to her, that $100 was a whole lot of money. To us, it may not be so. But for her and that family, that $100 was like $1,000 to them. To see the look on her face last night and her mother, it brought tears to my eyes. Those are the things that make what we do worthwhile. Those moments keeps me going when it feels like, you don't want to continue when you're like, okay, God, 
I'm thankful you chose me, but, oh, God, this is really hard. Oh, this is treacherous. Oh, I'm tired. Oh, what about my downtime? Last night really touched my heart, and I look forward to We Get Survivors doing more of that. That was our first official donation, so I was really excited about that. I do wish it could have been more, but for us being started, it was a lot. Um, and we're just going to keep striving to be able to help more individuals and more families as time goes on. And it was something that I was going to say that slipped my mind just that fast. Huh. About different things that, that's what I was going to talk about. August 20th, which is next Saturday, speaking of fundraising, that is our second annual fundraising event. And the individual, we've been on 97.9, we've been on 94.5. She's been on Good Morning Texas. Uh, I also have an interview, radio interview this coming Monday to talk about our organization, to um, talk about the annual that is August, August 20th from 5 to 7.30 at Picasso's Pizzeria off the Tollway in Frankfurt. The tickets are $40, and it's just coming out to pretty much paint. It's sipping paint, but we're offering sodas and water. You can purchase your adult beverages if you choose to. But we just ask that people come out and support. Come out and just fellowship and talk. It's not We're not going to do the speeches. We're not going to do, you know, the, I don't want to say, because it's needed, testimonies, but I know sometimes that, that drags people down. And we as survivors are really trying to put a, a twist to educating people about domestic violence. We're trying to put a twist to how people view it because there's such a need, as you were saying earlier, Stephanie, that is the number one crime in a lot of cities. I know it's the number one crime here in Lancaster. So it's really important that people, instead of talking about it, help out. Spend money, donate, donate money, donate your time. Do what you can to help an individual because it's a high probability that you know someone that is in a situation that they need to be removed from. What are your thoughts about that, Stephanie? Are you there? You got low. You got low. I couldn't hear you. Saying about your thoughts about people coming out and supporting and just being educated about the domestic violence situations that is going on in the community. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah, also yeah. Go ahead. I'm just saying we definitely need people coming out to support. Definitely. As we said, that is the number one in many cities. Now is the time for people to get educated about it. It's been hush-hush for too many years, too Mm -hmm. many years. Now is the time for people to get educated on it. That is so true because it can save a life. It can save someone that you love's life. You can look up and it might even save yours. You just never know. Mm-hmm. There's also an event this Saturday. I know we have the event um, from 12 to 4 at South Orange Center Mall with the Dallas Police Department. But there's also a My Sister's Keeper Unity Party that is this Saturday in Arlington uh, that is from 2 to 5.30. And that's to also educate and uplift young ladies. 
and teach them how to just edit a team and how to carry themselves, how to properly ask questions, how to properly dress, you know, how to properly sit, how to be a young lady, and also hoping that, you know, the parents, the mothers, the grandmothers, the aunts are with them so they can also talk and, you know, understand that it's okay to come and talk to me if you have an issue, if you have a concern. So I'm excited about that opportunity as well. We have a lot of things that's coming down the pipe. We as survivors will be um, speaking. We have some conferences in September. We uh, will be in Finland week after next for an international women's conference. I'm excited about that opportunity. I'm excited about it, but I'm, um, I think I'm right now more nervous than excited. This, the, the nervousness of the unknown. Prime example, I pulled up the hotel where I will be staying, and it's in another language. So I have no idea about, it's like pretty pictures, like a child that's learning how to read, and all I know is, ooh, the pictures are pretty, so that's how I felt today. The pictures were pretty. So we're getting ready for that uh, to take place at the end of the month. We are survivors, like I said, have a conference. I know we've been working on, and I don't know if we have the announced fit yet or not, but We Are Survivors is planning our first annual 5K walk, and it will be in October 2017. So we are, once again, looking forward to doing that, making a difference, getting the word out in the community, educating people, letting people know that we're here, and think about all that we've done in a very short period of time. When I tell people what we're doing, when I tell people where we're going, they don't believe it because we haven't been around that long. And for us to really have a presence in the Dallas County area already shows us this is all God. Because for us to not even be around two full years and we're working with the city of Dallas, with the police department, they, you know, are we're working side by side with them. So when something happens or they come across a family member, they'll be like, hey, we are survivors. The ones that are working with Stephanie will remember Stephanie. The ones that I'm working with will remember me. That's what we can call because it's, it's happened. I've had a police officer that is involved in what we're doing, contact me about a woman. And when I received that phone call, it wowed me because, once again, We Are Survivors has not been around that long, and we're already getting support from the Dallas Police Department. So I'm saying thank you, Jesus, because I know that's how all of this is happening. October, we'll be here before we know it. And October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. There are several things that's on the calendar. I do know Granny's Place, which is the sponsor of the radio show that we're on, has their conference October 22nd. That's going to be really interesting because they're having like a breakout session like they did like today with the kids. And we are survivors of the class that we have to teach. So um, got to get ready and get get ready to um, teach, so I get studied, studied up to be able to teach it. We've also been asked uh, to be a speaker at a conference in November. So like I say, God is opening so many doors, and he's doing so many wonderful things. He's keeping We Are Survivors on people's minds. Social media is a very awesome tool because it allows people to see that We Are Survivors really are out in the community. They see what we're doing. They know that we are here to say that we are hardworking and we are focused on bringing awareness to every age group, 
and to every sex, be it male or female, even to the LGBT community. It does not matter. It just needs to be talked about. It needs to be brought out of the darkness into the light. And that's what Stephanie and I, Stephanie and I are doing. That's what we get up to do is to educate, um, to be an example, to keep pushing even in our times of need. I know I have my moments where I'm crying, I'm hurting, I'm angry, I'm in disbelief. I'm yeah, I'm questioning God and when people see me out and about, they see the smiles, they see the hugs, they see the laughter, they see the whatever hair it may be that day. But a lot of people have right they have no idea behind the scenes the pain that I can admit that I'm in. The anger uh, that I feel, the tiredness that I deal with. And this journey for me is not an easy one. It's not a fun one. And I can't speak for Stephanie, but I know for me it's really hard. Well, they don't understand that we take kids for real. Um, They don't understand that even though we're we're out here doing the things that we do, that sometimes you you come under attack because the enemy tries to stop you when you do certain things Mm -hmm. that you do. Um, Even in us dealing with the police, um, since you brought up what you brought up, um, I know for me, um, we we discussed this. I don't know if y'all discussed this at any of the centers that you've been at, uh, or any, when I say centers, the apartments that you've been at. Um, after the the shooting, um, mm-hmm. I know several several of us when we were when we were talking about this, and even when it came on the news when they showed the clips on the news and stuff. Um, you know, we we've experienced you know, people making comments um, about, oh, so you hang with the police now and stuff. You know, we experience that. Right. I, I have personal people, you know, from friends, family, you know, just people that know me, period. I don't know if you have, but I have. <laughs> but so I say this because just because the comments that you just recently made, you know, just put that out there. You know, if everything is not, even though some people may think that, oh, it's how fun that they're doing, you know, or, you know, it's real easy what they're doing. If everything is not easy, what we do. We Mm-mm. take hits. Right. You know, it, believe me, it is not easy. Or, you know, some people may think, oh, well, I can just go do what they do. We do what we do because I feel like I do it because it's necessary. I know what I have mm-hmm. come through, and I know it's necessary for me to do what I need to do. And it's not that I want to get up and do it all the time, but I know it's necessary, and I know it's a must that I have to get up and do what I do. It is not easy. Sometimes I drag myself up to do it, but it is necessary. Mm-hmm. It is a must because I know I have to. I have to understand this. I have to help as many people to not go through what I went through. And as long as I have breath in my body, I will continue to help as many people not go through what I went through. And I, it's it's not funny, but ironic that you, you stress that. Because I've tried to sit up and think what my life was like before we are survivors, and I cannot. And you're right. There are times when I don't feel like getting up and going. Mm-hmm. At times I don't feel like putting on that pretty smile 
because behind that smile, I have, I don't want to do this attitude. You're right. And it's even when you think about it, in the short, in a very short period of time, we have come so far. Even if our body said no more, our spirit and our soul would not allow it. We would be totally lost because now this is who we are. And trust me, I've thought about, oh, my gosh, I have thought about all of this, and I'm like, God, I couldn't, and I told somebody, I couldn't quit on God because if I quit, that's who I'd be quitting on. Because this is his vision. This is what he's given me. This is what he said you shall do. This is my purpose in life. If I say, God, I quit, I'm not doing it anymore, I will be quitting on God. That is not an option. If people so, knew yes. that we our body, how sick we are sometimes when, we're, when we get up and get out there, if people knew our doctor reports, they would be like, why? Yep. Yep. It's it's something because I I I I thought about it. I've set up. I've prayed about it. I've I've reviewed it. I'm just like, oh my god! It, there is no there is no turning back. Exactly. It's only moving forward. Exactly. <laughs> okay, we've got to keep pushing. I don't mm-hmm. feel like it today, but oh, okay. I don't feel like it, but somebody that I'm gonna cross paths with is gonna say thank you. You get up, you go out there, you do it. You come back, you come back, and then you give what you got to deal with after you come back. So, right, know, that's the way. It is. You know, you get up and do it. You're right. God, and I literally don't do it. Right, because I know I've I've sat up and I've done it more than once. Tried to to remember life before. And I've tried to picture, okay, life without winter survivors. It it does not exist. It this is who we have become. And mm-hmm. like I said, people see us. They see, and I've had so many people ask, and I've, they because they see you tag and be a lot of different things. Like, when do you and Stephanie sleep? Oh, well, if I get still, <laughs> if I get still, I'm asleep. If I get still. Mm-hmm. But one day, like I explained to everybody, one day we will be able to sit back and be like, wow. But right now, we are the soldiers. We are the ones walking this pavement. We are the ones making sure that we are survivors is at the right place at the right time to help God's people. And I know for us, I know me especially, and I know we um, do see this and agree that by what we're doing, it's bringing God's people closer to him because you have to acknowledge the fact that he is the one that's going to bring you through what you're going through. He's the one that's giving you the strength to make it. He's the one that's going to help you. He's the one that's going to heal you. He's He's the one that's going to cover you, and he is the one that's going to protect you. And so when a person that we touch, a person that we come across, when they realize that, that's bringing that person closer to God. And that's what God showed me, you know, is one of the reasons why we as survivors exist. It is to also help survivors as well as bring in victims to become survivors. But by doing that, you've got to acknowledge God because he's the one that's doing it all. And so um, with that being said, our show has come to an end uh, today. Like I said, we just kind of wanted to rat and rave about things that are going on in the community. Uh, give props and support our Dallas Police Department. Um, and just let people know that, yes, you may see us out and about smiling, having fun at that moment, but please keep us in your prayers because Stephanie and I have our own struggles, our own emotions, our, our own uh, things that we're dealing with, not to mention that we are also dealing with others. So not only do we have to process what we're going through, we have to process others and other spirits, and God has placed us responsible for some of his people. People, when I say some, I'm referring to the ones that he allows to cross our path. 
So until next week, uh, we pray that you all have a blessed week. And come out to Southwestern Mall and support the children in the back-to-school program. Uh, have a good evening. Talk to you all next week. Good night, everybody. As your State Farm agent, I'm going to do something I've never done.